Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing Radio. Hopper here to talk about Roblox. This is all based on my opinion. I'm not an expert on digital gaming. I started gaming in the 70s and 80s and stopped collecting in the 80s, went into retail in the 90s, uh, started selling online in the 2000s, you know, Amazon, eBay, decades since video games for the last 10 years. So I'm looking at Roblox from the outside. I do not have any kids or young ones around telling me about what's going on in the game. So I'm coming at it from a more of a objective financial analysis position because the IPO just went off. We got a bunch of new millionaires in Silicon Valley and a billionaire that's been grinding for 15 years. And um, I think we should take note of a potential future in gaming. So how do we describe Roblox? I just saw on TikTok... um, Reese Witherspoon did a nice little video with some music with her facial expressions when a young one is trying to explain Roblox to her. And it's basically adults are confused. We don't understand it. Um, It doesn't make sense. Is it a virtual reality? Is it, you know, a combination of what's existing and what the future will look like? So I picked a couple websites and I guess I want to stick to the facts. And as you may or may not know, NFTs, non-fungible tokens, which I call digital art, which on the street they're calling crypto art, is the big thing that happened around March of 2021. As the alternative asset bubbles popped like Pokemon and sports cards, um, comic books hasn't really been setting any world records since around 2014. But... um, Video games seems to be the last man standing as far as, uh, I'd say, Q1 2021. But other things have come down. um, And there's new questions on the American IRS tax returns. Have you traded Bitcoin or virtual currencies, crypto? So stocks have even come down. There's a correction taking place across the board other than key video games. So... I was thinking, well, that's interesting because just as NFTs and Roblox is taking off, a lot of the physical things that we've been doing during the pandemic are coming down. At the same time, we also have uh, places like Texas where the governor is going uh, maskless and um, shout out to Collecticon that's uh, just launched today. A giant show over there north of Dallas and nobody's wearing masks and they've already pre-sold thousands of tickets. Hundreds of dealers around the world coming in to sell video games, toys, cards, um, Pokemon, etc. So it seems like we're coming out of pandemic and we're transitioning into some sort of hybrid where digital is on fire. And the only physical that seems to be doing well is, um, you know quality vintage retro video games so what is the connection well roblox is is a is a virtual thing it's a digital thing so i guess you could just call it a game creation system massively multi online player platform but i guess i would call it a world i've never played it i don't know much about it i'm going you know with cnbc wikipedia on a couple other sites, but I guess the difference with it is that it's a world within a world within worlds because not only are you playing, you're a creator, a gamer, um, 
uh, active user all in one. So you don't just go there to play games. You go there to, I guess, connect with other people and live in a virtual world, whether that's a game or maybe a house or you have a virtual pet or maybe you have NFTs on the wall or maybe they're not NFTs. Maybe they're just digital art through Robux, which is the virtual currency. But from what I understand, it doesn't involve blockchain yet. It might in the future. I don't know. Um, I'm assuming kids just drop their allowance into a digital Robux and then they spend that how they want in the game. Um, some of the kids probably make games and probably everybody plays games. So what I what what I'm looking at is like who are the people? Where are they going? That's really what matters because the question is when you invest in video games, who are you going to sell that to in ten years? When you buy a Mario, is someone going to want that in five years, seven years, eight years, ten years when there are no games left? Or are they all going to move over to NFTs or maybe, uh, you know, Fortnite or Minecraft, modern games that they grew up with? You know, are people going to remember the older stuff when we do this conversion to digital? Well, I'm thinking, you know what? The Roblox user base is probably going to call those shots because as of a couple days ago, on the IPO, we are looking at the third largest um I don't know how to say this. I think ArsTechnica.com is calling it gaming company, but they're not including Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo. So Roblox just jumped into the top three spot as the biggest gaming company in the world. And most parents don't even know what it is. So number one, Tencent, almost a trillion dollar valuation. That's just off the chain. That's out of Asia which has a much bigger population. Then you've got Activision. We all know who Activision is. They're above 70 billion valuation. Then Roblox is sitting at 45. Now this could be outdated. So you just type in RBLX. And remember market valuations change every day depending on the stock price. So we're down. Um, we're down to 38 billion. So I guess you could say Roblox is is going to be a strong fourth or third largest gaming company in the world coming out of um you know a digital digital roots unlike electronic arts and activision and take two and ubisoft they're all rooted in physical development over decades of acquisitions mergers you know managing um intellectual property etc so I'm not going to go into Roblox as, as an investment. What I'm trying to figure out is who are the users, where are they going, and are these the people that we are going to be selling our investments to someday? So let's look at a couple things about the company and then dig into those people themselves. So um, I'd say as of today, it's, it's fourth or third biggest gaming company in the world, and then you've got Take-Two below that at 20 and then Ubisoft at 10 billion. So sitting at 38, it's a strong fourth and it's it's gonna have to drop quite a bit to drop to fifth. So definitely top 10 gaming company. It could easily become top two, looking at 10 cent, which is purely digital as well. Daily active users have grown from 13 million in Q4 2018 all the way to 37 million. That's daily. I get what? A couple people listening to the podcast every day, you know, 2,500 downloads over the course of several months. But we're talking about, you know, a small country is Roblox on a daily basis. 
and it's really exploded, um, you know, pandemic. It jumped up to 30 million in Q2 2020, and we're up to 37 million. That is a ton of people. And by the way, most of you, if you're not from Silicon Valley, the Silicon Valley business model is to grow the user base. It's not to really make money as you build the company. You plow all investment back into coders, um, online presence, you know, data management, scaling speed all that type of stuff to build the user base and when the user base gets to a certain tipping point then you can go ahead and sell shares and suddenly create millionaires and a couple billionaires along the way that's the model um it's to provide something for free for as many users as possible uh, whether that's entertainment or education or a combination of the both and that's how kind of the silicon valley model works so total total hours spent playing Roblox and most of these people are, are young adults or kids. It jumped from, uh, I guess, uh, 10 to about 30 in the last three years. Revenue, a billion. Um, that's, that's pretty significant. And that's basically people buying stuff within the games or paying to create games or paying for items to create games, I guess. And of course, they're running at a loss which is normal for a tech company that's trying to grow. Now, here's a nice graph. Here we get to who's playing the games, who's making the games, um, who's on the platform. Roblox calls them players. So I guess everybody on the platform is actually a player. So if you're making games, you're also playing games. 25% are under 9. 29% are 9 to 12. And this is as of, I would say, early 2021. 14% of the people are 25 and up. So that's you, me, that's everybody doing WADA, VGA. Um, we're not a part of Roblox. It's like, you know, 14 out of 100 people are 26, 28, 32, 40. I wish this would go higher. I, I bet it's like less than one out of a, 100 people are my age, 50 and up. Then you've got, uh, you know, almost 30% of the people are 13 to 24. Um, in this day and age, I guess you could call this a kids, teens, and a barely adult thing. And that's probably why a lot of people don't understand it. Where does the money come from? Well, you've got about 85% of the people on the platform not making any money. Then you've got 15% of the population, and this is based on the number of users, that are actually making some money. And how do they make money? That's a great question. Let's look at that. So it looks like there's 8 million Roblox active, quote unquote, player developers creating Roblox content. So you could almost look at Roblox as a combination of YouTube, Twitch, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all in one. For the next generation. So I assume that most of these kids don't use Facebook. They don't use Instagram. They've faded out of uh, YouTube and even Twitch is something they probably aren't using actively as a developer or streamer. They're probably doing all their creating on Roblox. So um, you've got 40 million people using it per day. Total um, 18 million user-generated experiences, and um, out of the 8 million people that are player developers, 
only 40 are making a million or more, but that is significant. There are three people making a $10 million and, um, we're talking about making money at home, sitting on a computer, playing a game, designing a game in an ecosystem that uh, uses, you could almost say, fake currency, fake pets, fake houses, fake uh, games. We're talking about a virtual reality. But what is a virtual reality? Is it something that someone creates and then you go into as a passive participant? What I'm seeing here is that Roblox seems like an active world that changes every second based upon uh, player developers so it looks like there's thousands of people making a little bit of money maybe three hundred dollars and up for the year so um it's just getting started and i think it's something we need to look at because these kids don't need a job um they're doing what they love they're living in a world they're interacting with friends they're meeting new people they have pets and homes they don't need to go get mortgages and buy physical cars and fill up storage units with physical things they are way beyond um let's say prior generations like my generation or the baby boomers generation where everything was based on the american dream get a, a nice picket fence a three-bedroom home a nice piece of land get a real physical dog get three physical cars everyone you know gets some some sports equipment in the storage unit we get a van you know it just goes on and on and on when you're in 3d but in in 4d 5d here when you're in a virtual world there's no storage issues insurance issues financing issues bankers brokers um, you know, licensing, taxes, property taxes, sales taxes, income taxes, capital gains taxes, throw it all out the window. And then when you add blockchain, there isn't even a financial institution involved. So why wouldn't it move towards that? I think Gary Vee said, if there's less friction, that's where it's going. Well, this is less friction. This is much less friction than Nintendo, PlayStation, and Microsoft. This is much less friction than Activision dropping $59.99 physical games in the department store. This is about as, as least friction as you're going to see other than going live, like on Clubhouse like we do, or maybe Twitch streaming. Just push a button and set up a, a microphone or a, a, you know, a, a camera. But these kids, I think, are probably the most fertile um future investors in video physical video game investing if it survives digitization if they look back when they grow up let's say they're 14 12 8 right now and they get in they get into their career unless this is going to be their career and they're just going to stay home they get in a position where they have enough money where they're like well i want to move out of my parents bedroom i want to go uh, chase the american dream i want to go out on my own maybe i want a home office in some neighborhood where I met a, a guy or a girl on uh, on the platform and we want to kind of live together. Maybe we want to buy a house together with someone we met in the platform. Who knows what virtual um, reality relationships could lead to. So I'm talking about a world where people are going the other way. We think it's going to go from physical to digital. What I'm talking about philosophically is we should be thinking about digital to physical. These kids are growing up in a digital world. They grew up with an iPhone in their hand. And what, what are people using to, 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 to use the platform? I mean, I believe it was 70% mobile. Where was that graph? I mean, it's, it's not even, you don't even have to be in your parents' bedroom. 
You can be making money, playing games, making games in a park somewhere, in a public park with no sales taxes, no income taxes, um, no security issues. Walk to the park, no Uber required anywhere. Okay, yeah, 72% are on mobile, 25% on PC. So right there, it's going the opposite way. These kids are comfortable with digital. They're comfortable not paying uh, taxes and business license and going on platforms and becoming a registered user on Twitter, Facebook, Heritage, eBay, like us, PayPal. They don't need PayPal. They don't need a bank. They don't need a country. They don't need a state. They don't need a city. Maybe they do need that public park. Um, you know, maybe they do need the walk in the park. That's what I'm saying. What are they going to need when they come out of digital? Let me say that again. What are these 40, 50, 100 million gamer, developer, virtual currency, comfortable, um, consumer, collector, uh, creators going to want as they go physical? They're going the opposite direction. They're going to have to buy their first car someday, and they're probably going to mimic what they created in Roblox. When they go look for a house, they're going to go look for a real estate that mimics what they built in Roblox. When they go look for artwork that they hung on their virtual house, they're going to gravitate towards NFTs, or maybe they're going to gravitate towards real art that they want to hang in their real room that looks exactly like their Roblox room. The question is, what are they going to want in terms of alternative investments? Are they going to go beyond blockchain? Are they going to go beyond NFTs? Are they going to go beyond Bitcoin? Are they going to want to collect coins, comics, cards, toys, posters, artwork, video games? Well, when you think of it from that perspective and you're thinking, I grew up in a virtual room, a virtual world, playing virtual games with virtual friends, what are you going to gravitate towards as a collectible investment as you leave your parents' physical home? Um, in my opinion, in my opinion, I think people are going to gravitate towards what they created. And um, I don't know what that is. I'm not a Roblox user. I don't know what the popular games and worlds and characters and houses and cars and vehicles and pets and creatures. And I don't know what that stuff looks like. Um, the only thing I can think of was a Keanu Reeves. I can think of skins, skins that went from physical to digital were massive hits in things like Fortnite and Minecraft. So it seems like anything that's a bridge, anything that can bridge the physical and digital world seems like a safe investment right now. So I was just talking to the guy in Italy and he's really, he, you know, his buddy owns a physical art gallery at the same time. He's going hard into digital art, which we call crypto art or NFTs. So he has a leg in both worlds and I think he's going to be very well positioned. He's invested quite a bit in WADA, uh, vintage, retro, PAL, NTSC, CIB, sealed. He also is going really hard in the NFT digital space. So I think we're looking for bridges. And the question is, is Minecraft a bridge or is Super Mario Brothers 3 a bridge? Is Right Bros a better bridge than Left Bros or is it a PS1 game? You know, is it is it is it Xbox? Is it Halo? Because um, one of the games in Roblox mimics um, online player shooter genre and 
people are going to respect what came first and go historical and say, you know what? Halo was first. That came out way before Roblox was invented. I'm going to respect that because I can see a bridge in the genre. So I can't answer these questions. That's your job as an investor. Um, I'm just trying to identify potential catalysts. And the biggest catalysts in the room in early March of 2021 were NFTs, which are crypto art or digital art that can't be stolen and you get a royalty every time it exchanges hands or um, gaming platforms. And today that's Roblox. Uh, before that, that was Twitch. And, uh, you know, Microsoft did that big deal uh, last year to buy millions and millions and millions of virtual gamers as well. Um, a lot of the big, big investment deals in the gaming space in 2020 and 2021 are all about digital gamers on a platform that they're pretty much invested into and don't look like they're going to leave. So if you want to talk about stickiness, which is one of the most important things when you're creating a, a Silicon Valley company based on growing a user base to offer something free to the world that provides entertainment, education, etc., stickiness is one of the most important things there ever was. So what is sticky? Mario is obviously quite sticky because a lot of people played it physically on the NES when they grew up. But what is sticky going the other way? I don't know. I can't answer that question. That's why I had to do this off-the-cuff thing and capture it forever uh, as evergreen content so we can look back on it one day. Will, Robo Ro will Roblox or Twitch or um, you know other platforms that we're using today be around in 20, 50, 100 years? I don't know. Um, I'm pretty old school, so uh, as an arcade gamer, personally, I'm not a financial advisor. I stopped collecting in the 70s and 80s. Um, I'm gravitating towards what I think has the most diverse global um, investment base of users. And for me, that's Mario because he's part Japanese, part Italian, and part American when it comes down to the NTSE pieces that dropped, uh, you know, at... Actually, they dropped at Toys R Us and FAO Schwartz. According to the documentary you can see on Sony Crackle right now, um, that's a beautiful history of Nintendo. Toys R Us VP took a chance on uh, NES when everybody said no, including uh, the other big toy companies like Woolworths at the time. But, um, you know, for me, I look at uh, I look at franchises. And is Roblox a franchise? Like, is the franchise evolving into a world? beyond platform is the franchise that matters in the future is hey are you on roblox or twitch if you're on twitch you might gravitate towards this uh this ps2 god of war but if you're on roblox the hot thing is this nft of the world record of the fortnite mario or whatever sale that took place on ebay or whatever platforms being used at the time so i guess the moral of the story and the takeaway for today is Try to think about who you're going to sell your game to, what the timeline is, and try to imagine we're in a digital world. Because I talk to investors all the time that are playing it like Warren Buffett. They're dropping millions of dollars into physical, and they're holding that to the grave, is what we used to say at Altered Shot. Um, they're holding. They're buy and hold. 
there's no reason to sell physical games because 100 people have all the games on the planet compared to millions and billions of sports cards and comic books and coins. There's 100 people that have all the good games. There's not enough games to go around. So on the flip side, we know the supply is tight, tight, short, short, short. On the demand side, what are these 40 to 80 to 100 million kids going to want? As they leave the bedroom, as they leave the car or wherever they're using the mobile devices, what artwork are they going to gravitate towards? And in my opinion, it doesn't seem like they're going to gravitate towards um, 100-year-old graded coins. Or, um, you know, it would, it, would be, it would be better to produce a Bitcoin token and, or a Roblox NFT token and try to sell that over an ancient coin. What about comic books? Are they going to gravitate towards? I don't know. I don't know if they're reading virtual comic books in Roblox. Are they trading sports cards in the Roblox system? I don't know. Are there any virtual basketball games within the ecosystem? I don't know. But when it comes to video games, if they respect historical, and instead of gravitating towards Minecraft and Fortnite, they ask themselves, I want something really cool for my first physical investment because I'm leaving the digital world. I'm burning out on it. I grew up on it. I've been doing it for 20 years. I've been on Roblox from like age six to uh, 21. I'm going off to college. The pandemic's over. I'm in my dorm room. I want to put something on the shelf, on the, on the wall. What's that going to be? Is it a rock poster from the 70s or is it a, a physical version of an NFT? You know, is it is it a, a Steve Aoki piece um, or is it a, a Elon Musk tweet or is it a Super Mario Brothers game or is it a Minecraft or Fortnite game? I don't know. And that's why I do these podcasts is to share ideas, brainstorm with you to help you become a better investor, to open your mind, to think about not just buying and collecting, but selling. When are you going to sell that? Where are you going to sell it? What state are you going to sell that? What country? Who's the user? Where do they come from? Are they coming from digital or physical? What are they thinking about? What games do they want? So I'll leave you with that. Play life like a video game. Try something new. Try NFTs. Try Roblox. Try Bitcoin. Try Ethereum. Try uh, Top Shot. Try to understand. Try to get into the mind of the next generation coming from digital to physical and go ahead and make some mistakes. Go ahead and lose some money because that's how you learn really quick and that's how you can gain wisdom. And wisdom is priceless because every master is wise. And if you get wise, you too can become a master.